What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Something About Sports Podcast. This is your host once again, Leon Edwards, back with another Kansas football game day edition. Want to talk about this matchup with with Kansas, uh, the number 19 ranked Kansas Jayhawks against the number 17 ranked TCU. Those rankings being in the AP poll, um, college game days in Lawrence today. Uh, And full disclosure, I just I had about eight, nine minutes of this recorded and I got interrupted by my son. So. If this flows weird or whatever, um, or if it if it sounds like I'm talking about something that I've already talked about, I could be blurring the lines between those. So bear with me here. Um, I wanted to do this in one take. This would be short. This would be quick. I wanted to make sure we did this one take, got it out of there, so you guys can um, can hear my thoughts before we get into this this big game. Um, I really didn't. I contemplated whether or not I even wanted to put something out for this game. I contemplated whether I wanted to talk about it because I just talked about KU football and. Um, it's been going okay talking about it after the games as well, and I feel like I've been able to share some decent thoughts. But the reason why I hopped on here, and, and it's really going to be the only thing I talk about, is I got a chance to rewatch the Kansas game. I, I've been trying to rewatch every KU game, so I did get a chance to watch the KU Iowa State game again. I was there for that one, so I got a chance to see it from a little bit of a different perspective, see some of the things Iowa State was doing. Um, and then also I got a chance to watch TCU in Oklahoma yesterday. Um, I'm sitting here Saturday game day talking about this. I got a chance to watch TCU Oklahoma yesterday. And I'll be honest, coming into this week and coming into this game, after seeing the, the score for the TCU OU game and after seeing the record and everything, I was a little nervous. I think that's just the natural Kansas football fan reaction, um, waiting on the other shoe to drop waiting on the crap to hit the fan, whatever you want, the whatever you, you the, the saying you choose to use. Um, I think that's a lot of us. I think that's a lot of Kansas football fans because that's been how it's going. We haven't seen this team consistently compete against Big 12 competition. And those things can make you a little nervous, especially coming off a game against an OU team who's supposed to be really good. But then you go back and watch this game and you realize, oh, you made this, made it kind of easy on them. Um, TCU was able to get a lot of broken plays, a lot of open men running downfield, a lot of big plays, which, um, while that shows that they have some explosiveness, Max Duggan's going to, he's going to make plays. He's going to make you pay. If you make mistakes defensively, he's a, a veteran Wiley big 12 quarterback. We know that we know he's a good player. Um, but we also know as, as evidenced in our game against TCU last year, you can get a little pressure on him. You can put a you can you can rattle him a little bit if you put game pressure on him. Um, some of those things are also true. We've known that about Max Duggan from last year. This this Kansas team, nobody wants to talk about it, but this Kansas team competed with TCU for 60 minutes of football last year and pretty much could have won that game. They had just as good of a chance to win that football game as TCU did. And that was before this team, they had a full off season. That was before they could get um, more guys integrated, before they could get some of these other transfers on the defensive side of the football. They competed with this football team just last year. And it was one of the more, the more recent games before this season. So add that to watching the game and seeing a little how easy – I don't want to say easy because TCU had to do their thing and TCU has some athletes. They have good players, but there was a lot of easy plays. There was a lot of broken plays, a lot of open guys downfield, a lot of defensive breakdowns, just stuff that, that doesn't, that number one, 
it doesn't encourage you for the consistency of an offense. You're not going to just consistently get broken plays and rely on that to score 50 points. That That's not going to be the case. But secondly, that's also not what's beaten Kansas consistently this year. Kansas has had struggles getting off the field. They've had struggles in the running game and giving up chunk plays. And they give up chunk plays in bunches as a defense and give up long drives. But as far as just breakneck, long plays, that's not been that's not been the recipe to beat this Kansas defense. And so I think that if TCU is going to come in and rely on that, which I did look into their stats, they are a big play offense. They're looking to make big plays and score quickly. That is what TCU has done against inferior football teams. Um, and and I'll, and I'll talk about that here in a minute. I'll, I'll talk about the schedules as well. That was something else I dove into. And then the defensive comparison between Iowa State and TCU and all that. I'll get into that stuff here in a second. I only want this to be about 15 minutes. But anyways, um, those are just – that's just not the way to beat this Kansas football team. And I think that they're going to make Max Duggan be patient. They're going to try to get some pressure on him and heat him up a little bit to see if they can get him to make mistakes. You know you've got some ball hawks in the secondary. Some guys will make some plays on the ball if it's up for grabs. Um, I actually am anticipating a Kobe Bryant interception today. I think he gets another one. Max Duggan gets sped up on a play. You heat him up a little bit, and he throws one up for grabs. They have big receivers. They have guys that they think can win at the catch point. So I think that that's something that they that that he maybe he may feel comfortable doing early in the game and learning later that that might not be the best approach. But I'll say that after watching that. This TCU team is a good football team. They have a lot of speed defensively, and if they play disciplined, they can probably contain Jalen Daniels on the ground as well. But I said this already in in my previous episode about KU football. I don't necessarily think even Iowa State contained Kansas through the air to a point of me being worried about it. I think this Kansas Jayhawks team is hungry to get back out there. They had a rough game last week, which is not something they're used to this season. This is a football team that they can exploit. They will make some mistakes defensively that they can take advantage of, and you can beat them in a lot of different ways. Now, there's a question about the running game and, and your short yardage situation. I think Daniel Hyshaw had been separating himself as that number two running back behind Devin Neal and even at times looking better. And so losing him is going to be bigger to this offense than I think we're giving credit for right now. But if you can get a guy like Savion Morrison, if you can get a guy like Kyle Thomas to step up a little bit and provide some of that while also, you know, Devin Neal being Devin Neal, he's going to get some more carries. He's going to get more opportunities, which I think bodes well for this football team. I think he's a really good player. You got to figure out, you got to see kind of how they, how they go about addressing the loss of Daniel Highshaw, who have been a big part of this offense. Um, I think that's the biggest thing to watch. I think what they, uh, what they do in the passing game is going to be interesting to see as well. Um, this Kansas team is is I think they're hungry to score some points, and I think there's going to be some points to be scored. You look at some of the, the the scores of TCU games, and I didn't write any of them down, so you guys are just going to have to listen to me search for them real quick because I'm going to pull that schedule up again because I want to talk about it um, directly. TCU played against Colorado. They've played against SMU. Um, They played against Colorado in their first game, who's proven to be a a not good power five team. They've gotten blown out on the road a couple of times and at home once. Tarleton State, SMU, who they gave up 34 points to, um, and then Oklahoma, who they beat 55 to 24. And I think going into that Oklahoma game, if you look at Kansas's schedule uh, compared to TCU's schedule, Kansas had played better teams. Kansas 
West Virginia has proven themselves to be a good team outside of the Kansas game. Houston has proven themselves to be a good team outside of the Kansas game. Houston just had a huge comeback victory last night in a, in a win over Memphis. That was exhilarating. They were down by three scores in that football game, and they came back and won. And Kansas made that team look bad. And that was a team that was ranked coming into this year. And I think that's th- these are things that are being ignored, um, being ignored a little bit. By uh, by betters being ignored a little bit by fans of other teams being ignored a little bit by Kansas fans. I was ignoring it. I didn't pay attention to the schedule. So I look and I'm like, hmm, their best wins against this OU team that lost to K-State. And that's the same K-State team that lost to Tulane. So there may just be some inconsistency going on in the Big 12. And there's still some truth to come out about who's the good teams and who's not the good teams. And I think the name on the jersey for Kansas is going to make it hard for people to accept the fact that that's a good football team. But once you understand that West Virginia is really good, they've got one of the better quarterbacks in the conference. They've got a really good receiver that had a really good game against Kansas. Kansas found a way to win that football game. Iowa State, by metrics, is one of the best defenses in the country. That is a very good defense, and that is a very well-coached football team. And they had a game plan that they stuck to, and they were disciplined in it, and they slowed Kansas down. But what I don't think people understand is just who Iowa State is. I think people think Iowa State's not very good. And I think Iowa State's going to go on this Saturday into Manhattan and actually win a football game against Kansas State because I think that team's being underrated and underestimated now because they lost to Kansas. I think as as these games add up, as teams lose to Kansas, people are going to start, instead of giving Kansas the credit, discrediting other teams. And that's what I've started to see this week. And that's what led me to watch the game. I actually hadn't been like a uh, – I actually had been diving deep into film for KU football. I hadn't really been watching and seeing kind of what they were doing because I'm just enjoying the ride. I think it's been a fun ride. I mean, we don't, I don't really have a reason to nitpick. I still feel weird nitpicking at times when I have, and I don't want to for this. I just want to talk about this matchup, but um, it still feels weird nitpicking. It still feels weird getting in the weeds on this team because right now I'm just enjoying the ride until, you know, until further notice. Um, I, I, I feel like Kansas fans haven't earned the right to enjoy this. No matter where it goes from here, it's been fun. But I had to hop in and watch this game because I, I've been seeing analysts break it down and just talk about how much better TCU is and the talent on the team and and, and all of these things that I'm just watching Kansas play. I'm like, I mean, this is a football team, too, I'm pretty sure. You know, this is a good offense, too, I'm pretty sure. I think Iowa State is a little bit better than people are giving them credit for. it. You know, and while beating Oklahoma is huge, beating them the way you did is huge. You're at home. You got a team propelling you. You have potentially have the better quarterback in the game. And that Oklahoma team was coming off a loss to Kansas State. Like, Kansas State was another team that got ranked on the back of a victory against them. So, I think it'll be interesting. I think that um, this game, of course, will tell a story. I think we'll walk away from this game understanding who everyone involved is. I think we'll know, good or bad, who Kansas is going to be this year. I think we'll know who TCU is going to be because I think if I think if TCU wins this game and wins this game handily, they leave this game as the Big 12 favorite, and people start to pick them as the team that they think will win this, this conference. Um, if Kansas wins – I think people probably start to knock TCU down a little bit, but questions start to start to rise. Like, can this team actually win the Big 12? What's their path to doing it? You got a really tough schedule coming up. You got a, you know, a gauntlet of those three games against Baylor, OU, Oklahoma State. That OU game's looking easier by the week. 
um, and it's looking more winnable by the week. And so I think it, it, this this game is very interesting to me because I think now that I've now that I've watched a little bit more, now that I've given myself a little bit more knowledge on these teams, I think we're looking at a game that's probably a little bit more evenly matched, and we're looking at a game that Kansas really can walk out of this game with a victory, and I think they will. What the score ends up being remains to be seen. I think that there's going to be a lot of offense in this game. Um, I think that you're probably looking at a score in the 30s to 40s. Uh, you're probably looking at a 41 to 34, 42 to 34 type of game in this one. Um, but I think Kansas with the home field advantage, with game day there, with what they've been building and with this coaching staff and this team offensively, offensive coaching staff and that offensive group coming off of their worst, their worst performance of the season, having the defense pick them up in that game, they're going to want to come out and they're going to want to pay them back. They're going to want to put some points on the board. They're going to want to get some things going. And I think that'll be fun to see. So uh, I just wanted to talk a little bit about that. I think that, I think that there's been, I think there's some, there's some misconception about what's going on in the big 12 right now and who the good football teams are. Candace can, can eliminate a lot of that with one good performance today. I anticipate them doing so, but I also feel like, it's something to be talked about. It's something to be looked at. It's something to be paid attention to for the rest of the season. Like, when does it shift for this team? Do they actually have to be 9-0? and Do they have to be ranked in the top 10? When does it shift for this team um, from becoming, you know, the feel-good story to people saying, okay, this is a good football team? Because now that I've watched this, I'm a little disappointed. I'm disappointed in a lot of the analysis that I've seen about this football game. I've seen a lot of people picking – TCU by multiple scores, um, just talking about the the magic being over. I've seen headlines of Kansas's magic ends on Saturday, or they haven't really played anybody and things like that. And I'm just going back. I'm like, like these things are just people just kind of grasping at straws to make a story. And it's crazy, but those are the kind of things that when you've been a program that you're in, like like uh, like Kansas has had a period they've had. People are just going to be – they're going to be slow to believe it. They're going to be slow to understand it. But this is a very well-coached football team. This is a very good football team. And from what I've seen on film over these last couple of days and couple of weeks, this team's prepared to win this football game and win a lot more football games this year. And while I'm trying to – I'm trying to manage excitement. I'm trying to manage myself from going off the rails and declaring this team a top-ten team and should be a New Year's Six Bowl type of team. I just think that I think that this team has shown us consistently throughout the course of this season and even going back to last year, even in the losses and the loss to West Virginia and the loss to TCU and the the win against Texas, you started to see some of the things that this team can do. They built on that coming into this year. The defense had a really, really big growing uh, experience last week, something that I think probably built their confidence quite a bit coming into this game as well. And I think you'll see a good performance out of this team. And that's not to take anything away from TCU. I think TCU is going to be a perfectly fine Big 12 football team this year. They could very well have a stake at the claim for the title in the in the conference. I'm not I'm not arguing that at all. I just think that there's a little bit of a skewed opinion between reality and perception of both of these two teams, both of these two programs, and what they've done so far. So I'm interested to see. Which team answers that bell? Which team goes ahead and and 
lets us know what the truth is about him this weekend. If I'm making a prediction, like I said, it'll be in the 30s or 40s. I'm going to predict Kansas, Kansas 45, TCU, TCU 37. Let's go 45-37. I, I don't necessarily know if the score gets up that high, but I think that uh, it's more likely that it's a shootout like that than it is a defensive slog than it was last week. So ready to watch it. Ready to get this thing going. Game day's out there. I wish I was out there, but a little bit too cold for the kiddos and, and having to get plans going. But um, everybody that's out there, enjoy that. We'll be out there at some point again here over the next few weeks. And, um, yeah, rock chalk. Let's go get another victory. Let's get to bowl eligibility today. And now, I mean, once once that 6-0, and oh, once that 6 is in the win column, I think we can all just smooth sail. I don't think we'll care about what, what else is going on this year. So, I'm excited to get there. I'm excited to see how this team responds today. This is going to be one of the this is this is probably the biggest call for this team so far. They can make a statement today, and I think they do that. Kansas rolls today. Um, another victory, six and zero, oh, and the magic continues. The story continues, and I think you you see a team that's pushing for top twelve ranking after this year, after this week. So excited to be a part of this ride, and I think it continues. I'll holla at you guys at some point next week. We'll talk about this game, win or lose. Until next time.